0: This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.
1: This episode of Real Estate is Your Business is powered by Sennheiser, the future of audio. From New York City, you're listening to Real Estate is Your Business with Thomas Kutzman and Scott Pollack.
2: Hi Scott. Hello, Tom. And hi everyone. So Tom, we are here. It's been about a year into the real estate is your business experience. Um and I'm excited for us to just do the year review. It, um it has been a year. Uh thirty-four episodes,
0: thirty-four great conversations. Yep. Yep. Um, how do you think the past year has been? You know, we we started on this journey to talk about real estate technology. Uh
2: What do you think? I mean, I think it's been just fascinating conversations that have revealed that the idea of real estate and real estate technology kind of spans a much broader spectrum than just those two segments themselves. Um, And I think it's been really interesting to kind of go deep and wide on where this industry has been evolving and that it's not just about buildings and software but about the people the economies the direction that so many things are going that was really just the fun part for me yeah, and we and we've talked
0: to not just you know startup founders we've talked to vcs we've talked to law firms dedicating uh, you know resources to real estate technology um we've talked to c-suite executives at much more mature companies um what were some of the themes that stood
2: out to you you know, one of the things that I thought was most interesting as a theme that came across from a number of our guests was that it's not just about the building, which is what you probably think most about when you're thinking about real estate, but it's about the space and how space as a concept is evolving because of changes in technology and generational shifts and where people are moving and all those factors, space as where we do work and play and live, how we engage in this space, you know, conversations with folks like Daniel Arps about how space is used as a tool for employee engagement from an interior design standpoint, and or we, from and Preston we're... from Spacious or Joy from Storefront. Those are all opportunities to really explore how spaces are being used in new ways.
0: Yeah, and we and we talked to you know Ross Gutler from Delos, who was you know talking about the health and sustainability of what's around us and how it impacts us. Um, and then if you look at even you know the folks in you know the residential space, like and how people were focused on how people select their home or how people select their roommates is another you know another theme we saw.
2: Well, I think also related to that, like talking about residential was an opportunity to explore. How the work in real estate is evolving. What does it look like for the future of careers in real estate as the model for what it means to be an agent changes or the model of what it looks to be a landlord changes? I think those are some of the conversations that we had, especially early on in the year, that really starting to show this evolution underway
0: and I think another thing we we definitely saw over the past years there's there's different camps within real estate technology not just the verticals of commercial retail um, or residential but there's definitely a big um, discussion gap between commercial or prop tech and real estate tech being more residential because a lot of the the funding we saw over the last several years has been more dedicated to commercial tech yeah um, but I think this past year and even in the past you know month or so. Um, since we had our last conversation, we've seen a big wave of financing coming to the residential space. Um, with the folks like you know SoftBank making big investments in OpenDoor, uh, they also made a big, very big investment in Compass. Um, so I think we're seeing a, a bigger financing shift and funding shift into residential, in addition to the you know commercial space. It's not just about you know the big rounds of you know VTS, high tower, WeWork. We're seeing you know a lot more broader into residential. Uh, Funding as well,
2: and what do you think that means for for the residential space and and the real estate world on that on that segment?
0: I, th- I think it's very important. I think the early days of like most venture funding, um, you go for the I don't say low hanging fruit, but in commercial you can play kingmaker. You can you know go to your LPs, you can get those strategics to you know sponsor a startup to be that first contract, and you can go from zero to you know major revenue very quickly. Where in the residential space, I think it's much more about it's B more B2C than B2B. So I think there's just a natural, you know, progression and evolution with that.
2: Well, no, I think it's interesting to consider what happens when there's so much money flooding into investment around how and where people live. What is that going to actually do for the way and where people live, right? If you know Open Door and and Compass and others are creating and and with all the companies that we spoke to, are creating an ease of moving, making it easier to sell your home, to find your next home. Is that going to change how frequently people live in their homes, where they live? Uh, there's so many things that are, I think are exciting to see down the pike that are going to be dramatic changes in the way that real estate technology is evolving.
0: I, I think there's a couple of things there. I think the first is, you know, the way people, you know, move, live, you know, purchase, rent is going to constantly keep changing, just like other industries changed. Um, and that goes without saying. Um, but I think when you look at these mega rounds in real estate, I think there's going to be more and more implications of these large, you know, financings of what's that next round. Can a company go public? Will a company ever go public? Sure. And you see that in other industries as well now that you're getting closer to the potential for Uber IPO. You know, what will this look like when you've – these real estate companies have had the mega funding rounds can they go public, when can they go public, and, and what does that look like?
2: Well, it's also interesting to compare against how that, you know, 10 years after the housing crisis exploded, what does that mean? This new way of funding a real estate market with what many would consider very kind of bubble economics, is that setting ourselves up for you know, not just an evolution in the way people live and where they live, but is it creating another potential crisis?
0: I wouldn't necessarily say a crisis. I think you know what we saw during the, the last financial crisis was you know much different. and was you know very isolated to you know residential real estate, but then it, the global implications. But I think when you look at you know equity markets near all time highs and starting to show you know some softness, um, and when you see different markets like Seattle, San Francisco, New York real estate softening slightly. Um, we also have gone through you know political change with midterms. What does that look like over the next you know two or six years um So I think there will be implications of when the next recession occurs you know we've business cycles recessions will occur. What will that do for those you know heavily funded real estate companies when things aren 't red hot
2: yeah, and also what does it do for the people who are in the homes that are being bought up or supported by those you know venture funds that didn 't exist? five years ago um i think just thinking about where the world is going and where the evolution of of not just the technology not just the economics but the the way we live and how we're doing it is going to be just dramatic changes over the next few years that'll be exciting to keep our eye on yeah and
0: we've seen a lot of good themes in uh you know i guess we've we've been doing this now a year that we've had a lot of episodes um, so the question, uh, you know, I do want to ask you is that what are some of your favorite episodes? What were some of the standouts? It's, I guess it's kind of like, you know, picking your favorite, favorite kid, but, um, but what were some of your, you know, your top three episodes if you had to choose? Yeah.
2: You know what? It is, uh, it's hard to choose. I'll say three that, that I remember fondly. I wouldn't call them my favorite because like you said, they're all, they're all my favorite. Um, I say Oliver Swan, one of the early ones we did. Some of the stories that we heard about a space that we don't hear about much, student housing, both the kind of fascinating exploration of that as an asset class and the implications of working with the next generation of of person living on their own in the world and some of the fun things that came up in that conversation, one of the things that stood out. Um, I really enjoyed talking with Danielle Arps, the interior designer from Danny Arps. Uh, design who is was it was a conversation about how spaces are utilized something that we don't really think about as much inside the building in real estate as we do the outside and the and the foundations but the idea that the spaces that we're working in really impact every other facet of how we engage every day with our fellow colleagues and the buildings we're in etc was really something I enjoyed Um, and more one of the more recent ones uh, Preston from Spacious. Um, the idea of looking at how space is, in in all its forms is being changed, the idea of how cities are transforming, how spaces that were previously used can be used in different ways moving forward. I really enjoyed that one as well.
0: And I, I guess to reflect on my favorites thus far, and to your point, maybe they're not favorites, but the conversations that I felt uh, most interesting, um, Definitely, the, our conversation, which was our which was our first episode, which was with uh, Vishal Gard from Better Mortgage. You know, maybe it's because I'm a you know finance nerd and you know came from a you know, finance background, but um, I really found it interesting the the streamlining of the process, and I, I really liked the way how Better Mortgage is turning people into all cash buyers um, with a much faster you know commitment letter process. I think that's I think that's going to be really powerful pe- for people when we think of like the speed of transactions. Uh, so, I thought that was very interesting Uh I really enjoyed our conversation with uh um Omid the, the blockchain expert um because it's a conversation that keeps coming up in the background in real estate, and I think it's still in the early days, but I think it was a good take a step back moment to really reflect on that and you know we connect with you know a lot of you know listeners from the audience, and you know i had I received multiple emails from folks that were like. I really enjoyed that conversation. I didn't know anything about blockchain, but you know he explained it in such an easy way. I understand it better now. I've even gone out and gotten his book.
2: That's why he is the explainer in chief.
0: So I thought I thought that was a a great episode. Um, and then there's obviously you know the episode we did with Brendan Wallace from Fifth Wall. Um, you know he was you know one of the original people that went after real estate technology as a specific focus. Um, so I thought that was super powerful and, you know, you know layering on to, on that, you also saw, you know, the Goodwin conversation, which was a whole law firm, you know, creating a specialty around it. So I think just the the given focus of f- focused funding, focus like resources and expertise and professions focusing around real estate technology, I think that's that tells you that this is not just the uh, passing trend. This is a major trend. I think people are really, you know, Guiding it on uh, the early stages.
2: You know, I, I want to get your thoughts on what you found to be the most enjoyable overall experience of the past year, and I'll comment on that for a second first. Which is that I really enjoyed hearing from so many diverse perspectives about where this industry is evolving and how things are changing, and the fact that that sheds a light on the on on how many people are creating the change in this world. That's kind of exciting to be riding on the crest of the wave. Um, and to see where it all goes will be an exciting kind of next phase. but how about you, Tom? What is it that kind of got you out of bed most uh over the past year of the show?
0: Yeah, so when we started the show, it was you know I transitioned into real estate technology. It wasn't my you know pure background um but I enjoyed having conversations with you know different people from different verticals within the industry. That really started to have, you know, an impact in like the way I look and think about things. Because the, the one constant from all of our conversations was that everybody came from a very unique background that wasn't necessarily real estate. So I think there's a camp of people um, in the real estate technology community that think that you you can't su- survive or succeed in real estate technology unless you have like some sort of pure domain in expertise in real estate, and I just think that's I don't think that's the right way to think of it. I think that people that bring other thought processes, whether it's from technology or financial engineering um, or some other discipline, can actually be the force of change in an industry as opposed to just saying like, oh, well, you've been doing real estate for 10 years. How are you going to do it differently if you were ingrained with it? So I think that that outsider mentality um, is actually going to be much more powerful than an insider. Mentality. I think that's
2: really a street point, and I totally agree. It's that kind of intersection of disciplines that is really where progress is made. And I think about you and I, frankly. You know, we come from different backgrounds. You from finance and then into real estate, and me from business development and partnerships across industries – And while I worked for some time at WeWork, I would not even call myself an expert in this space. But that was what I found to be most enjoyable, that you and I got to sit down with diverse perspectives, with a different way of thinking about the world, and enjoy a conversation about where this industry is going, Um, and with the help of all of our 34 guests had the opportunity to to really delve into this kind of evolution that's on the front. So yeah, and, and it's been a great year.
0: Yeah, it's been a great year for sure and and all the conversations we we have had, you know, from you know you came from business development and partnerships background, but a lot of the the people we met, the conversations we had, some of those people have, you know, developed into friends now. Uh, with regular conversations about uh, you know the industry, where things are going, past guests have reached out for you know just to get my perspectives on residential, even if they're not in residential.
2: Well, and I think the opportunity to really build a community around these conversations about where things are going, about how it's changed—that's the opportunity that I'm most excited about, and and what I think we've just started to to build. So, uh, I look forward to continuing the conversations and nurturing that community and, and welcoming everyone who's on the other end of this microphone to to kind of join us.
0: Yeah. And, and I guess just to, to, to wrap things up is that, you know, know, on behalf of of Scott and myself, we've had, you know, a tremendous uh, year. We've had all these great conversations. We want to thank uh, everyone uh, that joined us as guests. We'd like to thank everybody that's, you know, taking the time to you know listen to these conversations on their daily commute or while they're working out in the gym. And, uh, you know we've decided to pass the baton um to a new set of hosts that will continue these great conversations um but we know we we think this is an important industry an important you know topics to keep having and we look forward to listening to the future conversations uh you know that transpire
2: and for all those who are listening to this i think it's goes to that question that we enjoyed having the opportunity to to talk with you to hear your perspective back, to, to bring these conversations to the fore. Um, and that community that we've started to build is something that we're excited to have all of you as a part of. So we uh, while we are passing the baton on to another set of folks who will continue these conversations, we're excited to stay in touch and uh, continue the conversation about where things are going. So for Scott. Bye, everyone. I'm
1: Tom, and real estate is your business. You've been listening to Real Estate Is Your Business. To suggest guests or content for this show, or to become a sponsor, email us at show at mouthmedianetwork.com. Keep up with the show on social media at Real Estate Biz Show. That's Real Estate B-I-Z Show. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, along with our website, realestateisyourbusiness.com. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. No portion of the episode may be distributed or published without the express written permission of the producers. Thanks for listening.
0: This is Mouth Media Network, covering the business of lifestyle.